Welcome to episode 10 of Couch Guy Hollywood. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm joined here, uh, usual guys, Cooper and Ben. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Nope, I'm not keeping, really I'm skipping the that. intro. I really wanted to say that. Just keep going. Cooper <laughs> doesn't like how he's not giving the intro. No, no, I just <laughs> wanted to say that. I just wanted to Cooper say Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Cooper really wanted to start the episode off by saying us, because good old us came out this weekend, so. You get it? You really? get it? Do you understand? Yeah, Do you like, get it? <laughs> us, three of us, the movies. Just right. keep going. Well, anyways, um, so today's big ol' episode 10, it, it seems like it's, like, gone by really fast. Like, I didn't realize we're on episode 10 already. Yeah. It feels like January or December like, that's like yesterday, you know? Two and a half months. We do this weekly. Right. That's two and a half months of episodes. Good work, Crazy. Guys. It seems, like, pretty fast. Pretty Just fast. 90 episodes till 100. Yikes. Well, <laughs> 90 <there>. weeks. <laughs> Shout out to the day ones. <laughs> um, so... Today, in, or starting on this episode, we're going to do things a little different here. Um, so, we're, we're, we, ugh, Jesus, I can't talk, I'm sorry about that. We've decided that we're going to start, we're going to have a new segment that we're going to do at the beginning of the podcast, probably like around like the first 30 minutes or so, um, and we're just going to talk about our lives. I mean, all of us are going to film school in Los Angeles. We, you know, we go to the, back, like, Universal Backlot, you know, like, we do all these really cool things, and I feel like... You guys, you know, should hear about these, you know, the things that we're up to, the things we do every day. Because it's like definitely... the movies are like, right. great, you know, everything awesome. we're talking about is awesome, but like, I feel like people want to know about what, how you lead up to that, how do you get to that point. Right. I, like, I hope they want to know about it. I hope they do. Yeah. I, I mean, hope it, you care about us a I mean, little I mean, bit. It's, you know, it's interesting. I mean, it's, we're, if you want to jump right there, I mean, I guess we're the next, you know, filmmakers, you know, like the we're generation. the, we're the next generation that's coming up. So, yeah. and if it's something that you want to do when you're contemplating it, we will tell you about the entire experience because we all do very different things. So. Right. I'm, I'm going in to be a director. Cooper's going to be an actor. Ben's in, uh, he's going to be a screenwriter. Like, we're all different things. So and we've only been here, like, eight months, but, like, we've learned so much. Like, every day, it's like you're learning something right. new. Like, just a, the it's littlest crazy. thing. It's crazy, yes. it, It's crazy how far everybody's come. Right, know? so um, I wanted to, like, you know, take the first 30 minutes of each week, or of each week of every episode, and just talk about things we've been up to. Because, I mean, our weeks are crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, we record the podcast every Sunday night. Like, Nick that's... hasn't been here for a couple of weeks. I mean, what do you think he's been doing? You know? Right. Like, like, I mean, Cooper's gone a lot. Like, you know, everyone's just gone. Like, you come home and it's like either someone's on set or someone's, you know, like someone's doing something. Like, we're always busy. I don't even live here anymore. Right. Cooper's never home anymore. I haven't <laughs> seen Cooper in five days. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time we've seen him. He had to come home because we had to record the episode. Every Sunday. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's okay. like, oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, do we want to just briefly, I, don't I guess know this is sh- also a good idea. It, whoever's listening or, you know, if your friends are curious or you're curious and you want to toss us some questions our way right. for oh, yeah. future weeks, something you're, you know, burning to know or something like that, just do it. You, reach out to us on Twitter. I mean, reach out to us on Twitter. CGS Instagram, Hollywood is our at. So or our personals, whatever, whatever. Right. Whatever, whatever you want to do. I mean, just tweet us and. If you have any questions, want to know like specific things? I mean, again, we're all in different departments of filmmaking. We can, you know, there's so many things we can individually tell you. But at the same time, we're all acting, we're all writing. I mean, you acted the other day, right? Ben, I have an acting class. I've been acting. Like we're all we're all going through the same stuff. Yeah. So, you know, definitely reach out. Um, 
And yeah, but so before we continue on and talk about everything, um, Cooper, do you want to tell us what we're going to, after this, what we're going to be talking about or other stuff that we're going to normally, we normally do, what we're going to talk about then? Yeah, so we're going to talk about, wait, let's see, so Jordan Peele's Us uh, premiered this last weekend, uh, so we're going to discuss this that. This Well, it was, yeah, the, yeah it's, it's last Monday. Right. He so. said yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. He said that. My bad. Sorry. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> I just, they're my supervisors. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to probably discuss us, no spoilers or anything like that, not yet, it's too early for that, but we'll probably just go into, you know, what we liked, what we didn't, and yeah. everything like that. We'll, uh, talk about Jordan Peele, uh, Get Out, you know, Twilight like Zone, that. stuff he's Twilight Zone, on. things he's working on, things he, you know, where he could go. Um, Stranger Things, new trailer, uh, among many other, uh, great trailers that came out this, uh, this week that yeah, you guys crazy probably want to hear about. There's so many trailers So we'll be out. breaking that down. And then, um, Disney just bought out 20th Century Fox. We discussed it a bit last week, but uh, I think we'll go more in depth in uh, the material. They all just got handed, and Disney Plus is coming out, so we'll see where all that's going and what what direction that can take. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but uh, cool. that's about it for today. Um, so, I don't know, where do you guys want to start off? Do you want to talk about just... Why don't you get into it, Nick? Uh, well, tell us your you experience in, in, in the, direct, the directing, the filmmaking um, department, uh, you know, Right, so <laughs> so all of us go to New York Film Academy, so I'll just tell you guys in that Los now. In Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, right. We are at the Los Angeles campus. Uh, Not to get confused with the New York campus right. or the Miami campus. I've said that a hundred times. Yeah. Or... Right. No one gets it. Every time I'm like, oh, but if you're in Los Angeles, why is it called the New York Film Academy? We just call it NYFA. Just, just shut up. Right. Just so you'll, shut up. You're going to say NYFA, just... Exactly. So you'll probably hear us refer to it as NYFA. So if we ever if we ever say that, that's us talking about our school. So that's the name of our school. It's much easier than to have to say it out. And you don't sound like an idiot when someone's like, well, wait, but NYFA. we're in Los Angeles. Why are you going to New York Film Academy? <laughs> what? Shouldn't Most it be Los Angeles question. Film Academy? Most common question I bet any of us get. Right. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. All the time. Um, so yeah, I mean, so I don't even know where to begin. I mean, the, f- what have you been working on in the last couple of years? Okay, where have yeah. you been? How about that? Right. So right now we're, we're, I'm in my second semester. All of us are in our, in our second semester. Um, and this semester for me has been crazy busy. Uh, I've been having double classes a lot. So, uh, for instance, I have public speaking, which is every other week we have to do a speech and it's whatever it's, it's one of the other classes it's not one of like the filmmaking classes but you know we have a couple of those classes and then we have i have a screenwriting class where every week we um have to bring in a script and right now we're working on our like semester two film uh, which is one of the bigger films that we make it's one of like the top four because like every semester from like two all the way until nine which is how many semesters we have that semester film is always like the biggest one yeah um, and so we have been working on that for the past couple weeks. I've been, I wrote a script, my scripts, it's like a short film. So it's around like, I think it's 10 pages right now. Um, and I'm working on that a lot cause I have a lot of changes I have to do and things I need to fix to it and cool things are coming with that. But that takes a lot of my time cause I'm always just trying to figure out characters and figuring out everything that has to do with it. Um, so I've been working on that, and then I also, we just uh, shot one of our short films. We have, like, two other short films that we have, um, so I've been, I haven't really done anything with it yet. I should be editing it, I haven't, it's due in a couple weeks. He's um, working hard here on the podcast. Right. <laughs> sure, sure. 
<laughs> right. We, he had to go see us a few times. I did, yeah. I saw, we just came, me and Ben <sighs> just came back from seeing us. And For the whatever. second time. We'll get into that later, but anyways. Digression. Right. Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> digressing. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I've been working on just, I'm trying to think of ideas for this film and I think it's really going to be good I'm excited for it I'm hoping to put it in some festivals um, which would be really cool what kind of film festivals would you <clears throat> put your short films into see it's weird because um, I don't know exactly what to do with this one because this one's kind of it's not my style my style is very different to what I'm, I'm doing more of a a dark comedy, I guess you could say. It's kind of like a Netflix movie, but yeah. like not a Netflix movie. Don't give me that title. But like that kind of thing. You just like triple frontier. Title. I gave myself that title. <laughs> Whatever like, it you takes. Just, but like if it. you think of like I can't say that. Okay. Um, think of <laughs> yeah. to like all the boys you loved or one of those movies, but get rid of the fact that it's made by Netflix. And the fact that... It doesn't have $10 million or something? Right, I have no money. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of budget does a student put a, your film into? So, for this film, I'm looking into possibly... What I was going to originally was I was going to rent out a school for the weekend. Uh, and then I found out that it's $1,000 uh, to rent out a that school. That doesn't even seem like a lot of money to rent out a whole school, Right, you know? so... Yeah, I, for a good budget, that's that's pretty that solid. Is, yeah. I mean, so, you go elsewhere. I mean, hey, right. like, I come from Seattle. We're shooting... A, we were shooting a movie a year or two ago, and a cop comes up, and he's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're shooting a movie. He's like, oh, cool. Right, but if you come to Can L.A. I be in it? Like, you know, the cops were <laughs> in it with us sometimes, too. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but yeah you no. come here, it's permits, permits, permits. Right. So you need you would need to get a permit and um, so for me for every short film I have to do sorry I'm kind of like going back and forth but there's just so much that yeah. I have to do um, permits it's if you find a location and it's in the film LA which is basically just Los Angeles County um, and you you can pick ten locations and it's twenty six dollars now that's because we're students and that's the only reason why it's twenty six dollars but if you were out of school it's like it's so much um so i can get 10 locations but because it's a school i have to get the rights from like so many other places and then it makes it like a thousand dollars because then i have to have a cop on set probably because of where i am yeah exactly right like i mean i wouldn't be in burbank i was thinking of somewhere in los angeles but it's still it's a crazy money so i think i might just you can rent out classrooms in our school so I might just try to rent out a classroom and just go hard on props and just make it look really nice. Production design. Right. Um, but, again, it's it's so much because, like, I wanted that so bad because it would have been really nice to have. But at the same time, I really got to think about the fact I'm not trying to spend $1,000 on a semester two project. Yeah. Like, I know it's big and it's, like, one of the bigger projects. But, but on the big projects, some people put some serious money right. into it. I mean, some, some people are um, free thesis, sometimes. Yes. Thesis? Someone... Uh, at our school recently, I have someone that I know. They put like twenty six twenty six thousand dollars into their thesis. Wow. That's that's like crazy. that's and that's not even a lot of money if you think about it's it. It's not no. Like that's part like it doesn't. That sounds like a shit ton of money to us, but like anyone else in the industry, that's nothing. Exactly. I mean, they're throwing millions out for right a, any kind of movie. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I don't know. Something off the top of my head, like Hereditary. Like they threw that guy you right know, ten million for his. But um, crazy. I'm trying to think how much it goes into. I, I keep on digressing. What was I saying before? $26,000. We were talking about budgeting. No. And we were talking about that. your short film. Right. Um, $1,000 I forget where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. So I'm just, I'm busy working on that short film. And then I have, I've been having a lot of midterms recently. All of us have had midterms. So I have to balance working on projects, working on midterms, 
uh, doing other stupid work that I have to do for stupid classes that waste my time, basically. I have a drawing class, and I've been having it twice a week for some reason. And, I mean, it's fun, but now we have to draw models. I can't even... I can only draw stick figures. Like, I don't know how they expect <laughs> me to be able to do this. Like, I'm, I feel so bad for this person. Like, if they actually want to see the pictures, like, I'm like, please, just don't. What, go, what does the drawing go into film? Uh, so for right now it's nothing, but we use it for storyboards. Our okay. final project, we so storyboards. If for some reason you don't know, um, it's just taking what you want the scene to be, drawing it out into like frame by frame, basically, uh, or shots, I should say, and then that's what you give to show. So if you're trying to show them, if you're trying to show to someone, this is what I want to make. They usually want to see everything they want to see your script they want to see your storyboard they want to see your shot list your shot list telling you all the shots in the film they want like everything anything you think of they need to see permits everything um and so i have to do all that stuff i'm trying to get a producer um I, one of my friends is a producing student so i'm trying to see if he can work with me on this film just because we had to work with permits in our in last semester and it's crazy it's you have to fill out a you have to fill out a form you send it in and then film la has to make sure it's good then you have to go to film la and you have to pay for it pick it up yeah and then you're good but like it's such a hassle and it takes so much and it's like if i just have a producer who does all that for me because think about it if you're working on a script you're trying to finalize your script for like before you shoot you're trying to finalize your shot plan and then it's like shit i have to go do this i forgot about this um whatever it's called uh Permitting. That's permit. You know, like you have to do a permit a week and a half before, like a week before. So if I'm shooting on Saturday, I have to do it the Thursday or the Wednesday before. Like it's crazy how long. And if you if you skip miss that deadline, then you don't get the permit. Then you don't get greenlit to do your project, and then you get a zero. So like oh, even fuck. in our school, like it's like you have to meet these deadlines or else you're screwed. And you also have to have your film in a certain format. If your film isn't in the correct format, they won't even screen it. They'll just skip right over it and they'll say zero. Yeah, who was telling me? Uh, somebody was telling me that if they bring, if they put their film into, you know, send in their film to the yeah. feature and it's over ten minutes, they'll just cut it. Right. So if they if, show it. if they say the film is like seven to ten minutes and your film's ten minutes and five seconds, they won't show it because you went over the time limit. That's crazy. That's you crazy. literally have. That it's crazy. So strict. Like, it's way strict, too strict. But if you think about it, if you have a, if there's like any sort of film like um, Festival. festivals, if you have a certain time limit you have to meet and you go over it, they just skip it. They don't look at it because why? They're not going to look at it because you didn't meet the criteria. Gotcha. So they treat it like anyone else would treat it. In the industry, you know, most movies are a certain length, and usually only certain companies will pick up, you know, if your movie's three hours long, it's hard for you to p get picked up by a company because they don't trust a longer movie. They only trust, you know, the hour 49 minutes or the two hour, because that's like a normal length. Yeah. And so if you're any longer than that, it's going to be really hard to get anything because companies are scared to pick that up because they're like, that's a weird time, you know? Like two hours, 30 minutes? Right. Unless like, you're Tarantino. Right, but you're Tarantino, you can get whatever you want. Yeah. You know, you can, you buy out theaters to do whatever the hell you want to it. And yeah, yeah. They're like, okay. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of, we can get more into stuff next week, because, you know, obviously, there's not going to be stuff every week, but for me, personally, we have stuff, right now, starting next week, I'll have a production workshop, which is where... Um, my entire class works on a shoot and we all just, there's two groups, one person directs and someone DPs, direct, they shoot the film and then there's everyone else who's doing stuff on set. DP is director of photography. Right, they shoot the film. Yeah. yeah. So, 
every weekend until May, I'm going to be doing a production workshop, I believe. So every Saturday, I'm going to be busy working on stuff morning to night, like 12-hour shoots with, like, my teacher and stuff, which is, like, really weird. Um, But it's crazy stuff, so... There's a lot of shit that goes into it. Yeah, a lot That's of jobs. The filmmaking department right now. Why do you now? think the credits are so long? You know, right. <laughs> there's so you have somebody things. doing your permits for you, so you don't have to. You know? Exactly. That's why you have your producers. Yeah. So they don't yeah. pay and if you don't want to permit, you're doing a personal project. That's what guerrilla filmmaking. Is. <laughs> <And> that's. <laughs> yeah. Or you could do what I do, and you don't tell my school, but you get the permits. Yikes. And then you never pick them up, but you got the permits. Hey. So you're greenlit. You I'll know? never forget my first experience getting a permit. But we just pretend like that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And we just pretend that I got the permit. Just brush it under. And I definitely wasn't shitting my pants the entire shoot because I was scared that cops were going to come up and be like, where's your permit? And I was going to go, right, I never picked it up. And they're going to go, yeah, get the hell out of here. <laughs> here. Let me run that way. Yeah. Let me just mm, get out of here. Be like, oh, this is my car behind this building over there in that alley. I'll be right back. Just stay I, here. Let me go grab <laughs> and I don't have my ID on me. I can't give you any identification. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to. I don't really think there's anything else. Um, I can. Again, if you have any questions, anything. I mean, I'm again directing. Anything, honestly, just ask us and we'll answer. But Cooper, do you want to talk about what you've been up to? Because you recently just got into something pretty awesome. Yeah. So yeah, he did. Cool. So you might want to. Uh, it was cool. Yeah. 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 So. Um, we're starting it today. Um, it's a later today. It's a master class well, today, Monday. Um, it's we a master class. and some friends. Yeah, me, me and a couple of friends. Um, if you watch our show, roommates, that's on YouTube. No one watches. I'm not gonna show. go into it. <laughs> okay. You can't just slide that in there. Right. <laughs> this uh, is the time to slide it in there. This is... Yeah. No, the school. The school's doing a master class. I think they, they do a master class for what the is, actors. What is master class? Master class is like, um, it, like. <laughs> they have it for everything. I, I don't know how to define masterclass. I don't think they have a... a Here, I'll try to help you. So, you help me with there's that. a professional actor or someone who's in the Director, field. Director, you know, screenwriter. Right. So, if you're, athlete. if you're an actor and you want to get taught on how to become a better actor, right? Yeah. Is that what it does? Not, not, not bad. You know, just, you know... Yeah, right. Just better. Craft. Just an acting class. If you want to get better at what you want to do, it's not right. just acting. It's for anything. Well, for you... Yeah. I'm talking about for you in particular, it's for acting. Yes. So, for you, you want to become a better actor. So, you're in a class with a... Working actor, what's his name? Um, Matthew Modine. Uh, okay, he's been in Full Metal Jacket, Dark Knight Rises, uh, Stranger Things, most recently. I right, believe. he was the doctor in Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah uh, he the played in the first season. Yes. Um, so basically, so you have a class with him, and he te- and he's just a higher up. He's a veteran, and he's teaching you yeah, the yeah. the basics, and that's not you know. But yeah. sorry, you got. Is it the basics? Like what? What specifically is sure. the event? I'm gonna be looking forward to next week's episode where you talk about that yeah, a bit, yeah. bit more because what's the difference be- between that class and regular acting class where it is more of basics? Like, you know is what? It more in depth. I it's would not like I. There's always you know the start is always some kind of basics. I think this class. I have n- I really don't know. I know it's a six week program. Um, we had to audition for it. Uh, it was a really fun process. Um, but. I I, th- I think we're just gonna get into monologue scenes. I'm not sure. I'll let you guys know next week. But um, but it, like ver- ver- this versus another class, like a, a, one of my normal acting classes. I mean, I'm still working with you know working actors or you know people in the industry. And you know, when I when I get a scene, I'm, it's kind of just it's 
it's game time, you know? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better as I go. Like, once I get the scene, I'm ready to fucking work, you know? Right. Like, it's, it's always great to have, get work, because you're just, everybody's just progressing, mm-hmm. right when, you know, right when they're memorizing lines, when they're, you know, performing. It's just, it's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not sure what's in store for the master class, but I'm really excited to see what happens. And uh, so, yeah. other than master class, how about like what else? Let's I don't, see. We're like uh, we have to? a lot of acting classes. We we uh, last semester we did a, a film craft class. And like I was saying, I, I had my first experience with with producing it, so I had to get the whole permit and everything, which was Crazy. honestly one of the hardest things in my life. Right. It makes people. you. It really makes. It's you tough. Realize. It's it's tough because I'm not like a huge like. I'm not really a behind-the-scenes guy. I'd love to learn, but, you know, I'm kind of just like, I just want to act right now, you know, instead of get the whole, you know, get all the permits and everything. But it, it was it was a it was a hike, you know, to do all that. It was a whole step process, people falling out, things, you know, addresses not getting correct and, you know, right. trying to get to the school on time and everything like that. It, it really always comes down to the last minute, even if you're not doing it last minute. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, in, in acting classes, like, um, you know, we're, we're working on a lot of scene work. We're really working on, you know, the technique and, and studying characters, studying, you know, scene, scene work, uh, it, whether it's plays or movies, television. Um, and uh, we got some great instructors. And uh, let, let's see, like, we, 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 we did a couple scenes this last week. We, we get to go to the back lot on Universal Studios. The back lot, if you haven't been there, you're not aware of it. It's it, it kind of like they shoot all these, they've shot all these great movies over the past, I don't, I don't know, 100 years. So, you know. And also, I will, if, if you've been to Universal Hollywood, or you know about the, the tram tour, which is one of the rides. Yeah, the studio tour. Um, so it goes through the back lot. It goes through all the back where people shoot. You know, they have New York Street. They have uh, back to the future, anything. Right, know, they like have the Westeria Lane. The Western the Western Lot, which, which they, we most recently right. got to go on the Western you, you, you as well, right? Yeah, the Western Lot. Western Lot two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was really cool. I mean, most recently, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin right. Tarantino's movie, I was shooting there. They were uh, actually shooting there, so... I heard from my directing teacher that, um, so they were shooting a lot last year. Yeah. Or when we weren't there. It was before we got there. Exactly. They were shooting a lot at the Western uh, set. And um, they actually, New York Film Academy or NIFA, I should say. I don't know why I said it. Even yeah. though I said I would say NIFA. Um, they, it was a Thursday. So every Thursday, usually there's the back lot. Or it's Production usually on a shop. Thursday. Yeah. Right. And um, they were on the Western set. They were on the back half. So yeah. they had the whole front. And then NIFA had the back half of it, and oh, they wow. were saying how they could literally go and, like, literally see Tarantino and all these actors just there doing their stuff. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. It's really cool to see professionals work, because I, I haven't seen much of it myself in my mm-hmm. life, but it's it just sounds freaking amazing. And even when you, when you get to the back lot, you know, when you, when you get out there, it, it's just, you're in, you're on a set, you know? It's you like, become, you become... It doesn't feel like you like you'll feel right. like you're in the European like you'll feel like you're in Europe or oh, yeah. you'll feel like you're in a Western time you know until you see a plane fly over and but like it's really cool especially when like the tours are going by and everyone's taking pictures right. and yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. something yeah, and it's like ah you don't even know yeah, because yeah. on the tour I mean they say like here you know these these are like the New York Film Academy and they film here like they're the new up and coming filmmakers yeah, yeah so everyone's like oh filmmakers ooh. like ooh like take pictures of them yeah. so I it's mean, crazy that's, how much cool. how much everybody's working you know whether it's Tarantino or whether it's film students yeah somebody's right. always filming something especially oh, yeah. in Los Angeles it's yeah and also crazy. uh one really cool thing I sorry to keep cutting you off no, no, I just no. there's things that I keep yeah, remembering keep or whatever yeah. 
Um, so like being on being on the back lot a lot, you'll see random people who are definitely like higher ups and people that work on these shows that are just kind of walking around through it, and they have like clipboards and papers and stuff. So it's really cool because they're going and they're scouting locations for yeah. their shows. So it's like you don't even realize it, but you're standing next to like these people are definitely like they're pretty like they're making a lot of money, and you don't even re- like they're just. You know, like, we're here with these people and, like, pretend like they're just everyone else, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, it's crazy. and that's how it is. I mean, you know, everybody sees, like, oh, it's this big star. It's right. Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, you know, Star is Born, all that stuff. But like it, it's kind of just, like, yeah. everybody plays a role with something, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's it's really fun to see. What, what was your experience like on the back lot, Ben? I thought it was, like, a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I had to act and do things that I'm not accustomed to doing. But it was great, especially because... The reason why I want to even get into film in the first place is because I went on the tour like three years ago and, you know, you go through Universal and it's it has its own area code and its own fire department and it's mm-hmm. just, yeah. you just sit there just like, I can do anything with this. You can right, come seriously. up with anything and it can happen. Mm-hmm. So being there, like, I was like just so grateful. It's like, I can't believe I'm here. This is so cool. You see the tours going by and like you wave to them and they, everybody waves back like all enthusiastically and it's like, wow, that's really cool. Because I was also on the Western lot. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just yeah. incredible. Yeah. Especially because one of my favorite movies, Back to the Future, like, I know the mm-hmm. third one, they were they were there. Like, that's where they filmed. I was yeah. like, this is, right. any, this I is mean, it. Any of the sets you go to, it's like, it's crazy. every big movie, like, all these Spider-Man, big movies are there. How I Met Your Mother, you know? How like, I Met Your Mother, I know, that was <laughs> so many yeah. things. It's like, and they did Desperate Housewives. Right, like, the Westeria Lane, they have the entire thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy. awesome. And you're watching shows now, and you, now that you've been on there... Wait, was To Kill a Mockingbird and what? Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, I, I remember because I got the private tour from NIFA. Right. So I got to be on the the actual Back to the Future lot at one point. Yep. Yeah, I, I got lucky the day I, got, I went. And then they took you up to a place you never got to go, which is the Hancock House with right. Will Smith, which is like the one working house that has actually electricity. Oh, and all that stuff. yeah. And then they had the Incredible Hulk house from mm. Marvel Studios and then uh, the To Kill a Mockingbird and a couple other houses. You know, it was kind of like a, a I, little B part of, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I got lucky. What the heck? I, you'll probably get to go there at some point. But um, mm. yeah, I remember the first I time <laughs> I, because you, you were talking about, you know, the first time you took a tour. I remember the first time I went, like, I I think this is the first time I actually was like, yeah, this is definitely the interest, you know, industry I want to yeah, be absolutely. in. absolutely. Because it was, uh, I was turning 12 and uh, I was watching some TV show and it was like a, I forget what it was, but it was a TV show where they were on the back lot. And, you mm-hmm. can be, and my dad was like, oh, yeah, that's the universal back lot. That's where they shoot all this stuff. I was like, oh, that's really cool. My grandparents called me, like, literally, like, 20 minutes later, were like, we're taking you there for your birthday, you know, to do all that. <laughs> so I went there. We did the studio tour, like, three times in one day. Like, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. It's I, so yeah. cool. Like, it is, if you ever have a chance to go on the tour, please do it. It is unbelievable. You get to go through the whole, uh, if you guys have seen War of the Worlds, uh, with yep. the whole the whole pl- uh, plane crash, that's like, right. that whole scene, you drive right through that's it. That's just crazy. That it's whole crazy. plane, they never, crazy. they never cleaned they, it up. They left it there. Yeah. They left it there as well as so the, iconic. Uh, what's the other one that's right next to it? It's, uh, Bates Montel. <laughs> no, the, the, that, that as well as yeah. Psycho, but the, uh, I lost Bates the Dr. Seuss, Oh, Whoville. Yeah, Whoville from, from the, yeah, Grinch. the Grinch. But, yeah, they keep all that stuff. It's all and styrofoam. They, yeah, and they took a part of, of the 747, a whole 747 It's plane. a real plane. It's the realest thing you'll ever see. It's crazy. And oh, go yeah. watch War of the World. Like, once you do it, go watch War of the World. That's because it's some so of the, it's some of the realest crazy. It, it's it's like five minutes of the movie, maybe ten. But like, right, it's crazy. It's how, like yeah. how much goes, that whole set is, has been there for, since 2005, 2004. Mm. And now that's just like that's a landmark now, you know. Yeah, and I went to um, Hollywood or Universal uh, Horror Nights, which is something that uh, Universal does every every um, 
October for Halloween, and one of the houses went right through that. So I got to literally walk That's like crazy. in the plane crash. So it was so cool. That's awesome. Like right next to that, like all the propellers and stuff are still going, like all that. Yeah. It was like it's like whoa. It's like a, like being on the tram and then being right there on it is like what the hell. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little more? Do you have anything else you want to say, or should we move to Ben? He yeah, can talk yeah, about but Ben. Yeah, take it off. Yeah, do you want to talk about just screenwriting stuff you've been working on, whatever, all that stuff? What's well, a day in the life? of Benjamin Nobly. It's different every every semester. So last semester was basically I didn't do anything. It was just learning the basics. And there's so many right. basics that go into screenwriting that I never thought of before I got into classes. Like day one, I was just like, wow, I'm lucky that I learned that. Otherwise, every story that I make would be shit. I remember the day you came home from the first day of class, you had like... So There's many things so much. you were like, there you don't even so know much. what I like learned today. Like, I had like a great. notebook full yeah, of things. It's like you yeah. need to know because going into it, it's like I know I need a degree, but it's like, can't anybody write a story? And it's like, no, not everyone can really write a story. can't. There's There's a formula to it, and once you know it, you know it, and you see it in every movie you see, and it's like, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Like, no one really breaks away from it. What is the most common, um, uh, the most common like structure, you know, format where you're just talking about like well, what's structure, the, right, what, so what makes what makes a story su- a story successful. So you want to start off in the ordinary world. What's the world that the character is living in, and what's their flaw? What's their biggest flaw? And you're gonna exploit that flaw throughout the whole movie. So before you even start, you you want to have a theme because that's what separates like movies from being like bad or good. It's like the deeper meaning behind them. So. You really want to spend a lot of time doing that. Then you have what's called the inciting incident, which is the mini thing that happens that pulls the character into the story, and that's going to cause them to make a decision. The decision is always going to be, yes. So they contemplate it, like, should I go on this journey or should I not go on this journey? It's always yes, because if they don't, because if they don't, well, he kind of got forced into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, though. He still did it, for example. He decided to get in the... DeLorean, so yes, yes, exactly. In fact, that was actually the movie that we broke down when we were learning this, because it's perfectly structured. So, to take Back to the Future example, so that's Act 1, and then you go into Act 2, which is when you actually go into it. So as soon as Marty goes back back to the future, that's Act 2, that's where it starts, and Act 2 has two parts, uh, Act 2A, Act 2B. So... Act 2A is kind of like the fun and game. So you get to see him run into his parents, you know? Yeah. You get to kind of see see these characters in an awkward situation and have fun with it. Like, if you have, like, a ton of money that you're not supposed to have, you don't just get into the part where you're in trouble for having the money. You no, you're going to spend it. You're going to have right. fun with it. And there's going to be a minor success, a major success, followed by the major downfall which is a point we call the midpoint. Okay. So the midpoint is when everything kind of goes to shit, the story shifts a little bit, like there's something else that gets in the way where you're going to have to do. So it's like it's not only is Marty trying to get back to the future, he has to get his parents together in order to make that happen. Spoiler. If you haven't seen it. <laughs> if you haven't seen out. it by it's now, over. it's been yeah, out for like 30 plus years. Screw off, yeah. You should have seen it by now. <laughs> So then it gets into it, and you you reach your climax. It's like then it's like doing it. So you have your major failure, and then a nightmare come true, like the worst possible thing that could happen to the character happens to him, and then you reach Act Three, and that's kind of when you 
reach your climax. The He's big... trying to fix himself. He's trying to fix the mistakes he made to make the. You kind of. I mean, you kind of already fix it. Is it the punch by the end of it? Act Two? It's like you. So act, the end of Act Two is like, all right. Right. He he just, he just mm-hmm. went through hell. He knows what he needs to do, and now he needs to execute it. You know. The, all then, the crazy music plays in the background. And then boom. Act Three, it's just you get it done. It's the climax. It's the big part of the movie that no one came to see. And then you have your resolution. And then which, you set up the sequel. Which, or, <laughs> and it set up to a sequel. You're not supposed to write as if like you're going to write a sequel. Yeah. Like, if you get one, you get one. But you want it to come to a good conclusion. So that's basic structure. There's a little bit more that goes into it that I can't get completely right. into. Otherwise, <laughs> we'll be here for a very long time. Yeah. But that's basically how you want your story to go. And there's a bunch of ups and downs. And going back to theme, you want a very specific theme where... It goes back and forth between the theme and the characters torn in like in the middle, torn between two sides of the theme. So, if for example, in Scream, you could say it's like reality versus like movies, because yeah. you have you have the sidekick dude that's like oh movies, and then you have a, a reporter that's like the realist, and the whole time she's bouncing back and forth, like not knowing what side she's on, and then at the end, she you know so yeah. That was basically semester one, just learning <laughs> the basics and dialogue, which is the hardest thing to do. Oh my gosh, Because yeah. you're not supposed to be on the nose at all. Like, I'm not supposed to... People like feeling smart. They don't want to know exactly what's going on. Like, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. be like, oh, like, we need to do specifically this at this moment mm-hmm. to get this done. Like, you, you got to hint at it. It's yeah, like no one, dialogue no is that's, like that. that's the biggest thing. It's you watch movies, it's subject. like they're kind of talking about stuff. You kind of don't even know what they're talking about. Well, that's how it works in real life, too. You don't know, but you know. And it it's not like you're going to write, natural. what are you doing? And you're you're right. like, what are you, what are you doing? Well, no, it's because in real life, when you're talking to someone, say you have a question to someone, you don't just ask them the question. You ask them... Oh, what are you up to today? Like, for example, you want to go, you want to go do something with someone. You don't just say. Usually, you don't just say, "Hey, do you want to go do something?" You usually say, "Yeah, hey, sure." <laughs> you need, no, you usually say, "Hey, what do you have plans for? Like, or what are you doing later tonight?" And then they usually say, "Oh, this night." You go, "Oh, well, do you want to come with me to a movie?" You yeah. know, or like something like like you ask. You don't usually just ask the question right away, and that's where it it's works. Like there. when when it's spot on, you know it, and then right. it's cringy, and you yeah. don't like it, and it just kind of breaks the illusion that's going on on screen, and it comes so off the, weird. And then you got that's like the most difficult thing. Then you got like Tarantino, and he's just there's all this little side dialogue that doesn't have anything to do, which right. I think's the most interesting, to be completely honest, because it's just kind of like that's natural, right? So whatever's most natural. And then there's improv, which what is that like? You know, just like that's on the spot on the set, right? I guess. Yeah, that's be me. He's a screenwriter. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess. Director. I guess. I don't know. I guess because it comes. It comes in hand in hand with the writer as well. Because the writer sometimes. Well, set. I'm not. But improv. He's not writing improv. I'm not improv writing, happens like, on set. You yeah, know? or changing lines. I mean, right. More like. Yeah. Well, you can always. You want it to sound as natural as possible. So whatever the actor is kind of comfortable with, yeah. you you have them do, and you're more of a director. I mean, we have right. to learn a little bit about it because we're writing it. So we, anything that sounds more natural, if we don't get it right you can change it unless it's a punchline to a joke or something that specifically Mm -hmm. needs to be said in this specific way in which case so basically it's like if i want as a writer if i want something to be on the screen i have to write that in the script if i don't write it into in the script it's up to the director to make those decisions so the more specific that i get then they have to do it but if i don't write it in and kind of leave it open then it's 
their creative mind, they can do whatever they want with it. I see. So this semester, just semester two, I'm more busy. So mm. I have to write a feature film, which is a full 120-ish page script that hopefully I can sell later. And mm. it just makes me want to pull my hair out because you always get to a <laughs> point where you're just stuck and you don't really know what you want to do with it. And it all has to come together. And I've been working yeah. on it since semester one. Like, that's when we came up with ideas. We had to do beat sheets and we had to do what's called one pages. Where you, so you start off with a log line, which is telling, like, basically the whole point of the story in one sentence. Then you make a one pager where you break it down more yeah. and it just expands. And at this point, it gets frustrating when it's not. And again, sorry to cut him off. If you have any questions, again, any questions, anything specific, like maybe you want to learn more about beat sheets or you want to learn more about that, ask us because we can get into it. If you do want to know about beat sheets, it's basically you write one sentence about every single scene that you're going to have in your movie. It is a pain in the ass. Yeah, no thanks. Other than that, I have to learn about directing because we wrote short films last semester that I'm in draft seven with right now. I'm actually pretty excited about it, so I hope it turns out good, even though I've never directed anything, so it's probably (laughs) not. But the story is so cool, I'm very excited about it, so I hope it's good enough where I want to share it with the rest of you. Yeah. (laughs) And then I have to do acting class, too, and that brought me to the back lot, which was a cool experience. Which my acting class brought me to the back lot. Sorry, Nick. Well, it was kind of like, it's acting and directing, so I had to learn how to direct and yeah. act. And it was fun. I mean, yeah. we were bad at it. You shouldn't ask screenwriters to do nothing. The boom mm. was in every shot. We looked at the footage. It oh wasn't good. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> and then, so that's the two big things. The feature and then the short film that I'm making later in the semester. And, yeah, I'm really excited about it. And I also saved Nick's ass last weekend yeah you did <laughs> stepping in with some stellar acting oh, I've had a lot of acting problems but I think I'm probably gonna get into that next week just because um, I wanna we should probably move on but I do wanna say one like last thing um, kinda like personal thing I told you guys about it um, but so uh, my cinematography teacher from last semester definitely like the big influence on my films and like what I've been doing like I feel like I learned so much from him um, so he was there for like 75% of the semester and uh, we got to a point where he watched all of our films and one of my films that I made like impacted him like a lot like he loved it and he literally couldn't stop thinking about it like like stuff that when someone tells you that it's like damn like he sees films all the time and for my film to be something that he thought about all night is like something that's like that's you know you won't ever yeah. push that aside um, so you know, we were, he left for a while and we were like, what happened? You know, like no one said anything. And previously he was saying how he was, he was going through a lot of doctor's appointments where they were saying he possibly had cancer. Um, but he never knew. And like, there was no full answer to it. We never got to find out because he left. Um, and then we found out that he got a $5 million deal to make a Netflix movie. Cause he was being the director of photography. So he was shooting the entire film and then we just found out last week from our directing teacher that he has cancer. Oh, jeez. It's just an I had no awful, idea. Yeah. That's, okay, this is a surprise to me awful, as well. Um, awful situation. And so now, so he lost the whole movie basically because now he had to move to no. Florida and he's living with his family. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know. I just it sucks because he's so talented, and it makes me so upset because he deserved that. Like, like he's worked with some really big names, and like this was like his break. You know, like this is what he needed. This was like the thing that would put him in the door, the thing that would get him all these deals. I mean, if you're making, if you're getting a five million dollar deal, like there's no way that you're not going to get something after that. Um, and even if you don't, five million dollars goes a long way. Right. I mean, especially now that like he has cancer, great. he doesn't even have the five million dollars to help him with his, you know, his you going can, through everything. You can only hope that he will have a full recovery and right. then be able to bounce back from it. Because if it, the most important thing is that he gets better, because even even though he lost this deal, maybe and right. he can't do it. It shows he's that the door he's good. For himself, I it bet. it, yeah. it oh, yeah. shows it nice. shows that he's good enough to do it, and I'm sure there'd be another deal. So it's just really important, more important than anything, obviously, that he gets better, right. and then opportunities would come later. Yeah. So I mean, he's definitely not listening to the podcast, but I just I don't know. I just thought I'd send out a. It's like I hope he the podcast impacted me right, just I, as much I, as your <laughs> film, Nick. <laughs> I just I hope that everything's going well. I hope that. You know, good shit happens. Fuck cancer, dude. It's the worst. It's very bad. I feel um, like everybody at some point. Yeah, I, he just by it at some point. It just makes me so mad because he doesn't deserve that. So I don't know. I just wish the best for him. So I thought I send my prayer, my thoughts and prayers out to him. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I just thought that I'd say that. Not again. Not that he's listening, but just to. I don't know. His name's Travis Hoffman. So if you see his name later on, just know that he's my teacher. So remember that <laughs> um but anyways let's move on um and again i'm going to talk about i've I've been having a lot of actor problems recently with my films so i want to get into that a lot next week and talk about that because yeah. it's like the the stuff that no one really talks about and it's like the really it's it's a big problem recently especially in our school i can probably so. give my piece on that i'm right. saying and sometimes the fifth option is the one to go with <laughs> basically and i'll let you guys know about uh, what, what goes on in this class so we'll see how that is yeah master class we have Ben. He's working on all of his projects, so that's great. That's a lot of news we can talk about. But uh, we're gonna go to break really quick, and we'll see you guys in a second. And now, a very important ad from Couch Guy. Is it and really that important, Coop? Yeah. <laughs> Drop kidding. the ball clothing on Instagram. Drop the ball brand, or check them out at droptheballclothing.com and get fifteen percent off your purchase using the promo code Couch Guy. And how do you spell that? I don't think I need to tell you guys how to spell it because I might get it wrong. C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y. Why? Sports? <laughs> G-U-Y. I said G-U-Y. Okay, he did. He I did. said G-U-Y. Like, no, I didn't say G-U-Y. I said G-U-Y. You said Y. Guys, I said it right. said Y, but it sounded Y. said Y. I'm sorry. I gotta say, this is a terrible ad. Well, do you want to say it one more time? Just Do you want to say it one more time? Couch Guy is our thing. But check out Drop the Ball Clothing at Drop the Ball Brand on Instagram or DropTheBallClothing.com and get 15% off your purchase using the promo code COUCHGUY. Welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed that quick little fun ad that we definitely, again, did not pre-record. <laughs> it sounded so Southern. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Actually? Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. <laughs> Whatever it takes, it's the Couch Guys. Well, look at that. Welcome All right, back. segue. <laughs> Us. Jordan Peele's Us. We all saw it this last weekend. We, we saw, saw it, it twice. last you night. You guys saw it last night. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think? Cooper or Ben? <laughs> so sorry. It was phenomenal. And we'll stay away from spoilers. Yeah, sure. again, spoiler again. free, so don't worry about I that. But spoil it so bad. What was phenomenal about it that Without doesn't, spoiling it. <laughs> doesn't uh, give away anything? Give us the plot first, in case anybody doesn't. No, don't give the plot. 
The plot gives <laughs> the plot spoils the plot. it. We can't just give it a plot. A family Here, how about goes this? on a trip and no. a lot of shit literally goes just wrong. a it's a home invasion movie with twists and turns and yeah. All right, let's just give it's what scary. The, it's the, funny. the trailer take gives. So basically, it's themselves versus themselves and shit goes down. Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot more hidden twists and things there's and a things lot and stuff. We'll and get into the twists. A, in a lot of right. Deep details, as you would expect from uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan, Jordan Peele, Peele, obviously. So right, you know, um, and it was different from Get Out. If you're expecting Get Out, it's not like that. You can compare the two. Obviously, his directing style is similar, but that's really it. O- outside of his directing style, yeah. it gets even better to too. It's, it's just oh yeah, it's great, and it makes me excited for Twilight Zone. It's just I didn't think there was anything wrong with that movie and I knew my expectations were already high going in because going in it had a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right and as well so, as too. and that yeah. that's tough because that could get your expectations way too high and right. then ruin the movie for you but even then like I thought it was unbelievable it was perfect it was the perfect amount of like fun story and horror right it's, it's not like too yeah. too scary yeah oh yeah it's not like a disney movie where it's like comedy everywhere but it's like it had its the comedy moments. hits in the dark moments the dad know? the dad i loved his character he was kind oh, yeah. of a comedic guy but he was able to pull it together in the ser- serious moments like he's still being serious even though yeah he's not trying to make a joke yeah he's not he's not he's being a dad literally yeah, he's being yeah. a dad and, and he's making dad jokes that's great and then Afterwards, we went out the wrong staircase, and it was <laughs> creepy. And you did, yeah, we all of us did. Yeah, we all went of out our the, group. We went out the emergency exit on accident. Wow, wow. So, yeah. you sure you didn't imagine, walk imagine into the tunnel. That's I, what I'm I saying. I thought we did. Not that's gonna what, lie. That's what I'm saying. I thought I'm not here right now. But you, it's like you just watch the movie, and then like you're in this emergency exit where it's just like this white staircase with white walls around yeah. you and you walk down these flight of sca- stairs and there's there's there a good like door mannequins though. yeah when we, mannequins when we open the door on the and when we open the door to go outside we went into an alleyway and there was just mannequins just chilling there it and, was it was creepy so that right. made it so much better and again like but, for us we literally just came whoa for us, us we came out of us so it was really scary for us Wow, that was somebody us. <laughs> wow, guys, new nightmare. Drinking game, couch guy version. Drink every time we say us. <laughs> God. Right now, right now. <laughs> actually, if you're 21, if you're 21 plus, if you're 21, we don't plus. condone underage drinking. Underage drinking, terrible. We don't do no, that. Bad stuff. My thoughts on the movie. <laughs> um, I think yes, like Ben said, uh, I think it's a near perfect movie. Yeah. Um, not everything's always uh, nothing's perfect, but like this, this is, is as close to perfect is, as I can remember. There, there's he's so particular with his um, dialogue and the, every shot right. and every character, the clothes they wear, the, um, the the props they have, you know, the little things. We'll get into them in a couple weeks. But right. Like right again, now, there's so there much. are little things. There's so much foreshadowing, connections. I, I, I mean. Here's the thing. Here's here's one thing. I'm. It's not really a spoiler. I thought this movie was going to be so complex. Yeah. And it really isn't. Um, yeah. but until like, it is. Until it is. Right. At the same time, it is. At, at, at the surface, it's very simple. So you can watch the whole movie and be like, "Yeah, I understand everything. I got that." And then later on, you realize that there is more to it. But yeah. even if you don't even get into that. You you still enjoyed the movie. You still understand everything. Exactly, right. and there, and there's even more depth into that. Oh my god! I, I mean, yes. like I, these first twenty minutes, I am kid you not, I'm picking apart every 
everything on the frame. Like I'm looking at every little piece, the lighting. Yeah. The, because I'm like, there's something up his sleeve. Because when you look back at Get Out, it, and I'm gonna spoil a bit of Get Out, but like Get Out's been out for a good amount been, of time. It's, you, it, it's again, been out for a good amount. You should have seen it. And he won Best Original Screenplay, and I think he's gonna win Best Original he better. Screenplay next. I mean, Quentin Tarantino's movies come out, and he always has a great screenplay. But this is so. On the nose, like I, I don't think. Also, you need to realize Jordan Peele directed, wrote, and produced the entire movie. Yes, that yes, all did. of him, and it comes up, and it literally shows that that usually doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, there's usually other people, but it was all him. All like, him. there was no one else that was credited, so that means he did most of it. Yeah, and back to Get Out, like everything so particular, like like the hats on the people, you right. know, because they had the scars, uh, the. Uh, and get out, not us. And get out, you right. know, the, her with getting the license in the beginning scene when the cop comes right. up. Like, not, he, he's, he, he misleads you. Mm-hmm. And he's not really misleading you. At the he's very point. good at it. He's very he's good, so at good at it. I don't know where, That's, like, ugh. I don't know where he could go next. Because well, he's creating, he's, he's saying it might be a creating, trilogy. He's not creating a universe, but he's creating something. It's the Jordan Peele universe. I'm not saying these movies are connected. I'm just they saying, are. like, Okay. Um, we'll talk about I, it in a couple we'll weeks. We'll talk about it in a couple I weeks. I think they are. Pretty sure that Get Out and Us are connected. Yeah. But look, like, it's. I, I have no words. I, I think, I'm going to give it a. I'm liking it better now that I'm talking about it. I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it. And before I forget, just going back, like, Jordan Peele is the king of symbolism. He is oh, yeah. the king. No one does it like him. No. And it's the hardest thing to do. It is the hardest thing mm-hmm. to do and make it work. Everything that he plants in this movie. Every single thing, especially seeing it the second time, I paid attention. Everything he plants at the beginning has a payoff to it. Nothing goes without having a huge purpose to it. Yes. And that's unbelievable, and it's incredibly hard to do, and he's the best at it because it's the second time he's done it. Right. Plus, the biggest thing I like about this movie, it did not take long to get into it. They get straight to the point. Oh, yeah. You get straight into it. Not like straight into it, but it doesn't linger. You're not just... It's the perfect amount... You get the perfect amount of every every right. act. His movies are so complex. People literally have classes on them. Yeah, I had a, out. I had a, well, I in my satire class, I literally had to watch Get Out, and we had to write a seven page paper on it. I'm talking about the hidden messages, the political stuff, everything. We had to go full detail, dive into it, learn about all the hidden stuff, the milk, you know, talking about the milk and what that has to do with racism and stuff like that, where she drinks the milk separately to her cereal because that the color, because I can't say this without being, coming off rude, but it's just how it comes off with what the way they were portraying it. Think about it. She was eating Fruit Loops. They're colored. Yeah. She has the milk. It's white. She eats. She drinks it. Eats it separately because yeah. she doesn't combine the two. Simple things like those are simple, like small things that, like when you're watching it the first time, you're just like, "She's weird. She drinks milk yeah, in, without yeah. her cereal." That's you what... don't put the two together. You don't think about the hidden messages, and that's all he does. Everything he does is Every hidden messages. Every little thing, right, has a purpose. Yeah. I mean, the lamp probably has a purpose. No, I mean... It doesn't, but, like, it probably does. And if you look at the movies, the beginning, when... uh, It's not really a spoiler because it's just a scene. It doesn't really mean much. But the opening scene of Us, it's going closer in on a TV, and there's a bunch of movies. And it's something small, but those movies, he picked them because they're his favorite movies. I noticed the right stuff. And I I feel like there's got to be something... 
behind that. You there know? was the go- I noticed the Goonies is on the left and on the right. I forget what was there, but right like stuff. specific movies that it either is has a meaning because of the story what that has, and it just is like similar, or he just likes the movie and he wants to put it there. But like, I mean, it's simple things like that yeah. that you don't really pay attention to on your first watch. Yeah, there was you something know? I pointed out to you at the end, the last scene that I didn't right. notice the first time. Like a big symbol that's that was portrayed throughout the whole movie that was mm-hmm. on it that I would that I thought that was cool. Like I need to see it a couple more times, maybe watch a couple more videos to break down like the symbolism because I I know I'm missing probably more than. And we, I mean, we is. know a lot of it. We watched we watched one video and there's a lot in that one video, um, and we're definitely still missing a bunch more. I mean, with Get Out, he even said there was stuff that people haven't figured out yeah, yet. Yeah, people haven't figured. So out. I mean, there's so much because he said. And it's again proven by just watching it and knowing the hidden stuff. He did the he's doing the exact same thing with us that he did with Get Out. So and it's the music, like, the oh music is great. The oh, I Got Five on it, the whole little great. remix is like <clears throat> freaky, and it, he plays it right at the right moment. You know, just oh, yeah. right there. I, I'm kid, I kid you not. Everything in this movie is right. Like the acting is phenomenal. Yeah, Lupita oh, yeah. Nyong'o is. Outstanding. Winston Duke is awesome. The minor characters, uh, Elizabeth Moss, Tim Baker, right? Uh, awesome. The kids are great as well. Yeah, and they're all playing two different roles. So you gotta like, they're That's they're not just. And I listened. I listened to an interview, and Lupita was saying, and I assume it was all of them. They played their the. Can I say this? They Opposites. played their opposite person first. Yeah, you first. can. It's in the I mean, So they, they played their opposite person first because that was the scariest person. So Lupita was saying if she plays her scarier version, she knows how to react to it. Because that, she's that react because she's yeah. reacting to just a a, a stand-in, so someone yeah. who's just pretending and walk and blocking and doing exactly what her character does, but it's not obviously her. But she's reacting to herself. She's mm-hmm. reacting to the way that she was acting, playing the other char- playing her other self, yeah. which is so cool. And as an actor, I'm like looking at this like the way she walks, her movements, yeah. her voice, oh yeah, or both of her different characters. She's got to come in and out of a certain thing, and how they shoot this. I mean, like. I mean, I, it's probably, you, you probably know how they, they shoot this. I, kind, I yeah. kind of have an idea, but it's kind of like, it's how much, do you It's do simpler that? than you'd think. It's probably it's, simpler than i think. Yeah. It's just like, it's just crazy how it all, movie magic, you know, comes together. Right. It, so what they go through, like, the entire movie being their opposite first and then restart as themselves, or yeah. do they take it scene by scene? No, so I believe they shot the whole thing as the opposite they played the bad character first and they played that whole thing and they filmed the entire movie with their whole scenes of them and then they went back and filmed the other again for the reaction so that they have reactions to every scene so it's all real in a way yeah. so they're actually just reacting to what they did they don't do it because if you notice Winston Duke is that his name? Well, yes um, his beard is longer so yeah. they filmed that you know beforehand they ha- he had a longer beard then they shaved it off to what he had in his other character so uh, they had to do it different times they couldn't do it at the same time because the beard like you know they couldn't change that um but personally i liked it a lot um i mean i agree with everything you guys are saying uh the only thing that yeah the only thing that annoyed me i guess it's not it's so small um it's just and i don't know if you if it was in the video i might have skipped over it but he the person that we were watching he even brought it up and again it's super small but if you've seen the trailer you see all the red clothes that they wear if you 
technically think about it, where are they going to be getting these clothes from? How are they getting well. all of these golden scissors? You know, like, where are these scissors coming from? Uh-huh. Why don't they just get guns? You know, like, it's just as simple to get guns as it probably was to get scissors. It's probably harder to get golden scissors. But again, there's probably something that right. Jordan Peele is thinking. There you know? could be. And, and again, like, who sees scissors as the main weapon? You know, you in Walking Dead, you got Negan's got his bat. You know, I sorry, this is the first thing that comes to mind. It's my favorite shot. No, I get it. It's fine. No, I but get like, it. But like, you know, everybody's got their certain little thing to them, you know? Like, somebody's got a certain gun somebody's got a machete you know yeah. it's like these guys have scissors and nobody's ever seen that before and I think it's fucking you know fucking it's awesome. crazy so I'm oh. sure if there's no brain that I want to pick more than Jordan Peele's brain I just don't know how he does it he I guarantee he would have an answer for you he would have an answer for yeah. you without I just want to sit and watch him write just like this just how long does it take to him, him to do that how long does it because he must like write it he go works back, on it go back and just be like alright this means something, this means something, this means something. Right. So everything, every word in that script is going to have a meaning. He's like, I have to say it just like this because then that connects to this and over here and then that. Like, like this on page two connects to this on page 68 and then this and And that's that, why he has to pitch it too. When he pitches his meaning, he has to tell that because he has to be like, they're stupid people who don't understand it. So he has to pitch. This is happening. There's producers that this don't understand it. No, that's exactly. That's why he has to do it all it's himself. It's Jordan Peele's. Yeah thing it's not like it's not like somebody uh, it's not like the studio is like you know we're gonna change this ending no, no they wouldn't but he still he still has to explain it to them because exactly. they're not gonna pick it up if they don't know what's going on i bet you there's things that he wrote in there that he doesn't even fucking know yeah like, and it's probably i bet you there are times where people come up with things and he's like well, i like that i'm just gonna tell him that's what's actually what i meant to do i mean that's how filmmaking works you do something and yeah, a bunch yeah. of people go oh my god did you do that because this you're gonna you're not gonna say no like, you're gonna go yeah because everyone's like wow that's crazy that's like so that's cool. crazy symbolism i got something i want to move into next because i think right i just wait out. let's do out it quickly out yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah, out yeah, of yeah. 10 what do you guys ben I would give it a 9.6 because I don't like giving perfect 10s in case something's better. Yeah. I also never like to give a perfect 10. I'm going to give it a 9 because I, I don't like the points. Like, what the fuck are the points for, you know? I give, give it a solid 9, maybe 9.5. Fine. I'll give it a, you know. 9.5, you, 9.7. You need to do points. You, you as well? I, for me especially, you know, going into it after the first, after seeing it for the first time, probably give it like a 90 or an 85. Somewhere around there. It, it deserves whatever those scores are right now. It deserves. And I'm telling you right now, before I move to the next thing, if you are bored right now, like right now, like if you have nothing to do, if you have a couple hours this week, next week, like go see this movie. Oh, yeah. It's, de- it's probably going to be one of the best movies this year. It's, you also it's, it's, it's probably the best movie this year already, and it's only March. And also, if you if you guys haven't paid attention to like news, it made $7 million on the preview night. That is Thursday. If we're getting points, 7.4. Yeah, 7.4. And there are like every... There's probably like... There's only a couple showings on that Thursday night. Like, I yeah. mean, I get it across Everywhere, the entire... But, but that's a lot of money for yeah, one night. for one night. And then it's, it's the opening weekend. It's horror film in one night. Which right. Which was 7 points. It almost got... Halloween, 7.7. 7. Right, 7.7 7. Halloween. Halloween. But still. And then opening weekend, which was literally just Friday and Saturday because they it came out yesterday, was what, 77? 70 million. I think it was 77. Was Se- it, just... it might be 70.7 or 70-something. It might be 70.7. But 70. it's, it's 7. up there. Who it cares? made money. But $70 million on Friday and Saturday and Thursday alone. That's yeah. it. That is insane. Like, I'm excited to hear what it's at next week. Yeah. Or you're like the middle of the week. And when you're watching this movie, like, literally, like, really think, you know? Like, don't think too hard, but really pay attention. I wouldn't. No, you know, don't, you're no. going to have to see it more than once, no matter yeah, what. Go there the first time. the first time. The right. second time, 
break it down. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. what I think. So go there, watch it for what it is, watch it for the real story, the story that they're showing you. Then go back, knowing what's, what's you know, what you think is different, maybe even watch some videos and see what some of the, the twists or special things that are different that you wouldn't notice the first time, and then watch it, and then it will all, it'll be a, a million times better. Like, that's what makes it go for me from an 8.5 to, like, a 9.5. Yeah. Like, it's just... The, that stuff is just insane. Yeah. And there's... there I, Again, I'm going to talk about it in a couple of weeks, but there's one thing that we just found out about that I, makes I, it mind even, It made me like the movie a, a lot right. better. Like, a lot better. Oh, my God. Like, you know me. I'm always contradicting myself. And once I start... Because once I start thinking about it and talking on the podcast, I am just start realizing I like it so much fucking better than I did when yeah, I Yeah, because you, we, we talk about it and you just keep putting things together and then it's like, holy crap, this movie is so much better. I mean, it's amazing, but it, it's better the more you think about it. The more you talk about it, it just gets better and better. It doesn't... You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's what I wanted to move into next. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> is it... What? What's the better movie, Get Out or Us? Us. Us. I disagree. I think it's Get Out. Well, I think Get Out is like... I think they're different movies. No, there's, go, see it, go, go see Us a second time, then get back to me. I probably will, yeah. and I probably will change my mind. At the same time, they're so... They're they're two great fucking movies. But they're, they're but different, I think, you know? Yeah, but I think like Get Out is the Jordan Peele, like... That's the you know, the stand of the original, you right? Know? But like that's kind of what's think about this, right? Think about what us is us is a literally a home invasion movie, and think about what it turns into. Like we've that seen is all it home is home invasion movies time and time again, right? And this is different. this is nothing. And like you add Jordan Peele's before. twist, and this is what you get. Like that is crazy about all the, that what he can change to a movie, like literally yeah. just by having his own. Stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably watch Get Out as well before the next time we talk about this because I haven't seen it a bit but like I, I'm just a huge fan of that one too. I, right now I'm I'm kind of like because I got out I got out of the theater but now again now that I've been talking about it, I'm kind of like mm, yeah, you know like us. Wow, you have amazing. to see it a second time. I'm gonna have to see Get we'll Out and I have to see us and we'll come back to it. Exactly. I think your opinion's going to change. I, it probably will and it's yeah but it, like I got out of the theater and I was like I like Get Out better. I did. I did. And I think it's just because that's like what he started with. It's it, too it's early. Kinda it was like, too early to say that. Though, it was too early. Listen, too. you you get out's been out for a few years now. You know two years? the One you year. know the layers two to years. it. Yeah, you and I'm know, learning you the layers. Didn't, you didn't I'm learn, probably gonna learn you didn't layers know about two years the layers. Now. Right? right. So imagine like just what we learned from one night. Imagine two weeks from now. Imagine a year from now. Like, but you it's know, gonna be coming. Like yeah. it's yeah. It's far and from whatever is in the next two years, two three years. And he, I believe, and then you got Twilight Zone. I believe he talked about it. It's turning into a trilogy, so there's a chance of a third movie that's going to be, because again, I'll talk about this later. But us and Get Out are connected. Pretty sure, like I'm maybe. It, and there's all there's, there's a high little chance. Easter eggs you'll see anyways that are like they're not connected, but like it's right. Uh, homage to you know get out yeah but i mean he also could just go well yeah austin get out take place in the same universe yeah he could say it he couldn't you yeah. know if he says it he says it, and we believe him if he doesn't then he doesn't but yeah. i mean again movie magic but yes I, I just wanted to address the what do you think get out or us but cool yeah um get out. so or us. stranger things big yeah. trailer came out last week what do you oh mean? yeah i was uh I, I liked it it was cool it was like a whole new vibe you know it's like it was a, it's a few years set after season two, it looks like. And yeah, the kids are older. It, it feels different. It feels... I mean, it's going to be the same thing. I know yeah. it's kind of it's going to be Stranger Things, but I mean, there's set a new... Before, it's, not set in like the, it's not set in like October this time. It's 4th of July. 4th of July, you know? yeah. So it's, it's, it's a, a different, different vibe. vibe. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whatever it 
Nope. Six? <laughs> Damn it, I really wanted to keep that I know, going. I'm sorry. Um, but no, I don't know. I'm so excited. I mean, and I mean, we were talking about it earlier, and we're saying how possibly it might be the last season. Mm-hmm. Which it should be the last season. It should be, but at the same time, I don't know. I just, I feel, I've fallen in love with these characters. Like, I don't want to, like... You know, like I don't know what it is. I just I li- I like almost all the characters. Okay, almost Here, all. Here, here's the thing. I wouldn't have a problem with there being a fourth season if they wait, and I mean wait exactly like ten years. For I'm it. Yeah. totally on board with that because it because it's not then really it's fresh. Five so then five it's like because it's going to have it's gonna have give it give it time. Good things take time. Yeah, it's and they going, give it time. They've given it two years now. You know, well, even that's kind yeah. Of short. I, I'm just it's saying, for, especially what they're going for. I know they want to be a little older. Something bad can't happen to these guys like every, every year. year yeah. Otherwise, right. you get sick of it. Mm-hmm. Some people didn't like season two because it was basically the same thing as season one. So I'm excited to see what basically. And yeah. Then mm-hmm. you're, I'm excited to see what they do for season three because it's gonna have to be a little bit different, and we'll see how people react yeah. to it. And it's gonna have a following for a while. So then after a few years, I wouldn't have a problem with it seeing them as like adult adults. Yeah. See yeah. what happened on kind of like, like, like it, this, right? Yeah, it's the one thing that you get. Same, oh, the Goonies, same type of, to, you know? same type of thing. I, I'm excited for it. I don't think it's going to live up to the first season. I don't but think you never know. Can. It looks. I don't think wow. anything. It can. does look. It crazy. really like it, it. Like literally, it's. I think it's three minutes, and the first two minutes are very like relaxed. They are, and it's then kind of like a fun minute, little like, like cool. hey, it's like this is because it, it kind of seems like because it's like this is our last. You know, this is like what do you think we're gonna stick around in my basement and play games all you know all, yeah. all the time like it's time to move on I think that's what they're about to mm-hmm. tell you that's the, kind of the theme of this season uh, and then it just gets like wild like you've got all this crazy stuff going on you got Steve I don't know what's going on with Steve you see he's Billy, like Billy Hargrove the yeah. Decker Montgomery he played one of the Power Rangers uh-huh. I'm excited to see his character development in this season because I feel like he was there was so much more they could have done with him in season two and he kind of just it was kind of just like okay mm-hmm. like he was kind of just there like it's, his scenes were flawless but like I'm excited to see what he brings to the story in this next one and they've got two antagonists this time so I'm is one a monster are they both people I, I don't know right it, it just like it looks it looks great but uh, and I see these all as movies you know that's why you know the, the whole is. 10 year it gap because they're just long movies they yeah. were gonna be movies if, if you watch every episode every episode like picks up right where it left off yeah well, that's you how, get that feel that's just how TV's been evolving yeah, that's you don't just, really yeah. get like but those, Stranger Things kind of those classic I'm not like, saying it started it I, but they, they basically did start it did they, because, they, they yeah. okay I didn't want to say like, they started it, it it became so popular that now all these other streaming shows that's kind of what they're doing it's kind of just a really long movie yeah instead of your mm-hmm. I'll never forget the first old time old fashioned like sitcoms where yeah you know you have a problem at the beginning of the episode and then everything's solved by the end of the episode and then the next yeah, episode it's not like, and you hey, don't have to keep up with it yeah it's not like now, a week later you know, now right. you have to now. in order to understand what's going on you have to watch every episode from the beginning and that's just the way it is so yeah. it is it's just a really long movie mm-hmm. and, and even the way they end oh, yeah. the seasons like it, it's just movie vibe like yeah it's like oh, yeah. it's always it doesn't like especially with Stranger Things season one doesn't lead you into season two and, it's its own thing and right, at the same is. time they all like the way they end they end where it can end yeah. but then they add a little thing just the little you know the little turn of the you know whatever that meant the little you know he's got the thing in his mouth in the first like the, the little thing that's like okay there could be something more you know and it, it makes it something more. right and if you didn't and you could also not make something and then everyone's wanting to know what happens and it makes it a good show because yeah. everyone's like what the hell it makes me think of like Ozark with Jason Bateman you know they're kind of just like 
who knows when it's going to end. Right. Because it's just like, it can't happen to these people all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess I guess Stranger Things did start that. But yeah, is there anything else? Uh, uh, once upon any- a time. No, but anything else like anything on on Stranger Things? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Let's get into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and then let's save everything else for next week yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's a lot. I know there's a lot of stuff coming out about Fox and all that stuff. So I think if we wait a week, we'll get a lot more information to talk about. Yeah, it. probably. There there wasn't a, a bunch of stuff that came out, but uh, right. So what about Once Time? Did we all the trailer? Came once out Upon this a Time week. in Hollywood. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt yep. first time on the screen together screen yep. together and Margot oh, yeah. Robbie um, <laughs> among many others you've got James Marsden Timothy Oliphant I believe Mar- Michael Madsen Damien Harriman's playing Charles Manson you've got Dakota Fanning uh, list goes on and on list goes on and on it's, it's one of the biggest A-list casts I've ever seen in my life and uh, j- just like us I bet it's gonna be just as flawless you know right um, it's what did you guys think of the trailer I like the trailer. I like I like the vibe it gives off. I like their style. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's It's also I'm very excited and when we saw us for the first time on Thursday, we got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood trailer. Yeah. Yep. And like it's it's one of those things where I was sitting there and I was like it's sad because there's only one more, you know? Yeah, because Quentin Tarantino is... But to be able to films. say that, like, you were able to sit in the theater and watch, you know, in the trailer it goes, you know, the ninth Quentin Tarantino movie. And Everybody just claps. For, yeah, people clap for us. Like, it was like, it's like, wow. It's like, to be able to say, like, be able to say that you were, like, there to witness that, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, he's a legend and he's gonna become even more when he's done, you know? Yeah. I, I remember seeing... um uh, the Hateful Eight was the only one I saw in theaters. Yeah, uh, a couple years back, it's just in seventy millimeter. Like it's just like he's he's groundbreaking. He is something. You're else. lucky. You're lucky. You got to saw it in seventy millimeter. Yeah, that's I got, crazy. I got lucky. And uh, the extended edition is coming out on Netflix this next month. Oh yeah, so I can't wait to not. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. It's it's. I'm not a Western guy, so I, I mean it's. I know it's, it's a, wild, a good, I know it's a good movie. But. Yeah. Um, let's see, breaking down the trailer, I mean, you got Bruce Lee, I mean, you got all these actors it's playing, crazy. you know, a- actual people, like Steve, Damian Lewis right. is gonna play Steve McQueen, and then you've got Damian Harriman as Charles Manson, who looks freaky, he's only he really one does. shot of the trailer, but it's like, it's just enough to where you're like, oh shit, you And know? you see the Manson girls too, you see them all yeah. uh, going over the hill. Yeah, That's you got Margot oof. Robbie playing Sharon Tate, and... I think this is, it's really funny to see Leo and Brad Pitt play, like, you know, an actor, a TV actor in the stunt double, because it's kind of like, it's it's going to be funny to see Leo play, like, a, uh, a, a not as good actor as himself, I guess. I, I think that's going to be a fun that's role. That's a challenge. That's a yeah, challenge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. actor, you gotta, you gotta play down. Yeah, yeah. My, I got, I think my favorite part is, is at the end when she's like, that's the best acting I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and he starts crying? Yeah, he starts yeah. crying. He's like, oh my, you know, I did it. Like, no, I know, love that. He's yeah. like playing a more novice actor of, of himself. And Brad Pitt looks hilarious. I mean, I think Brad Pitt, his best performance, one of his best performances was. I think they'll get nominated Masters. for it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just guess now. I think so too. Supporting. There's gonna be a lot of nominations from it. There's gonna be. A ton, oh yeah, I think ton. Leo will probably get nom for actor. I wouldn't be surprised. If Brad, Brad Pitt Robbie. will get supporting. Maybe Margot Robbie. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. if Margot Oof. Robbie does too. And it takes you back to the '60s. Right. I, uh, the other '60s thing I could think of that takes me back to the, I, something about the '60s. 1123 63 with James oh, Franco, I love it. Love Stephen, Stephen King, J.J. So Abrams, <laughs> like. I don't know, there's something about it, it just, it really just, it dives in, you know, you got the the Cinerama, you got, you know, all these great little places, and they're all around us, too, it's all where we are, all around LA, yeah, again, in the back lot, you know, on the western, on the western side, because they're like western actors, you know, they're they're like a pretty popular western, right, and for, uh, for uh, Ben, I'm pretty sure he was on western lot, 
the day before the trailer dropped. So I like was. the I, opening, was crazy. I looked at it. I was like, wait, I was just there. And like, I was the opening the shot after the trailer dropped, and I was like standing right where they shot like the interview. Right. Scene so when you see the interview like, scene, what? like that's literally where we are. You know, that's where we shoot all the time. It's crazy. You yeah, know. Yeah. And uh, and it, it looks really funny. Like you don't get a lot of. I don't know. Like, there's a lot it's of Tarantino funny, funny elements in it's Tarantino. Tarantino funny. But this looks like it's gonna be his funny. It's more of a comedy, mm. you know, along with a dark story, true story. Right, yeah, Marilyn Manson. I don't know. Story. I don't know how it's gonna play, but um, yeah, that's that's all I got on that. Any anything else, guys? I'm good. Yeah, I think that's it. I think um, I'm thought today was a great episode, guys. Yeah, that was really fun. Good time. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Thank it. you for listening. And again, if you have any questions for us. Uh, let us know. Yeah, you can reach us, us on our Twitter. Uh, our at is CGS Hollywood, and then we also have our personal accounts, so you can message us if you go there. Our personal accounts are linked in the bio, so if you want, if you just click on them, you can me- you can message us or tweet us. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Uh, for and listening again, to us. And again, um, we forgot to say at the beginning, but thank you, Dutch Melrose, for the intro. We really appreciate it every week. It's awesome. Uh, check out his EP if you haven't already. Um, and, and go yeah. check out uh, Anthony Ortiz on The Voice. Yeah, Anthony Ortiz on The Voice. Um, he's, I believe his battle rounds are coming up very soon. I don't, I believe they should be airing this week or next week. Um, and again, he'll be on here soon, so keep a lookout for that. And yeah, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya. Yeah, couple nights in heaven, you go on me to stay. I'm saying kumbaya, I got girls in the-